Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Um, You know, this is what I've often said. I've often said that Every once in a while, and more often than not, and Benny, you've heard me say this a lot, uh, Jacob, you probably have too, is something shows up on my desk, either to read or to watch, either to do or not to do, that when I look at it, when I lean into it, it is so transformative and so perfect for shifting that it's almost hard to imagine that it's part of a logical linear world. But then again, when I think about the kingdom, and I think about, you know, my friend, my colleague, Paul Selleck, and I think about this channel text, the one we're going to talk about today, and hopefully, I will get to read from it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read something from it that struck me early on. I know that what we're doing is we're all in contribution of each other. You know, Paul is, and you've heard Paul on my show before. I can't tell you how many books I've spoken with him about, how many he has put into print, what the message is, what this means to get this channeled energy of the word and bring it forward. You know, he is most amazing in looking at what he brings forth from spiritual channels, but even more importantly, what he shares and doesn't hold back. And, you know, previous to this show, you know, I've talked with him about, you know, some of his other books that have come forward, but I was waiting for this one. I was waiting for this book, this book. And I hope Jacob, you have uh, pictures of it. Um, If not, let me see if I can get it up there. Maybe you can see it. Um, This is the one that's book three, and it's the Beyond Known Trilogy. And we're going to talk about the kingdom today. But more importantly, what I love about every time I open a book, I love the message. And I want to start out with this for the moment. You will find, as you read this book, and we have two copies to give away, that there's invocation. And I want to just read one today because it was a reminder for me, and then we'll love Paul to jump in. Here it is. And we will invite you to say these words after us. I am word through my body. Word, I am word. I am word through my vibration. Word, I am word. I am word through my knowing of myself as word. Word, I am word. Paul, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So one of many, many 
messages, I call them messages in the book, that are so incredibly important. You know, I woke up this morning and I don't watch a lot of news, but I stay current, right? I have to, I stay current. Um, and I woke up this morning and I was struck by, of course, headline after headline, you know, the perfect storm, some people say. And at the same time, I'm reading your book. And as I'm reading your book, and I'm looking at the messages that are coming through, what I'm really struck by is how we get to look at the world outside and yet shift the world inside. Welcome to the show and thank you for bringing the kingdom forward. Oh, well, I'm always glad to be here and speak with you. Thank you. Um, let's talk about the kingdom and let's talk about the book. You know, when I say, Paul, you're, you're channeled spiritually, the messages that come through in the book, and I know modestly what you say is they're not from you per se. Yeah. They're through you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a channel. I'm a radio for a transmission <laughs> and the transmission become the books, the unedited, yeah. you know, readings become the books. Uh, here's what I'm struck by. I'm struck by the timing of the book and the timing of the world we live in. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, there's no mistake, is there? I don't think so. You know, this book was being dictated last summer, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I remember. Um, and I was, I'd been, a, you know, a lifelong New Yorker pretty much and wasn't able to go home from a trip I had taken because New York was in lockdown and I found myself in Hawaii um, where I've since moved. Um, but the dictation that was happening at that time, I think I was living, you know, in a tiny house, you know, someplace without, you know, my dog and my possessions. And as this book was being dictated, the, the people that had convened to be part of, I do it, because I, I, I have to have an audience when I do a channeling, I can't just do it for myself. So there was a group that was convened. And we were all struck by the fact that it sounded like whatever was going on last year would still be going on in some other fashion, because they kept talking about the level of changes that we would be experiencing. And, you know, the guides are now doing their, I'm almost done dictating the, their 10th book, and, and it's continuing, but in a very different kind of way. So yeah, the books are timely. I think they've always been. Um, if I go back and I track them, and the messages, they've really been on, on point. Um, every one of them for where we've been, at least as a culture. You know, I'm struck by the questions and I love them. Mm -hmm. You know, I really, I'm struck by them. You know, I, I read this one here. The world is crazy, crazy times right now. And this is the dismantling of the kingdom that we see around us now, right? Um, and is this the dismantling of the kingdom that we see around us now? And if so, has this happened to previous civilizations? So just where is this all headed? Now, that question comes at the beginning of the book. And I'm thinking to myself, that's like day two or three or something. And I'm thinking to myself, wow. I mean, if you get the answer to that question, what else is coming? But that is the sense. I mean, look, that is was the sense then. But I could take this question right now and put it forward. Yeah. And so I love the, the answers that came back. Can you talk to this for a minute? 
I don't remember the answers that came back. You know, I don't write the books. I sit no, you don't. I close my eyes and I hear this voice and I repeat everything that I hear. And it's the recordings of those sessions that get transcribed. Yeah. So, you know, they've talked about the times that we're in and the times that we've been in prior before, which they say, you know, have preceded great change. And, um, you know, when they talk and they don't do a lot of talk about, you know, past civilization, sort of the sexy stuff, you know, <laughs> I don't, there's, I don't, that's not really what they're about. Although increasingly they're, they're addressing these questions as they come up. So I, I don't recall what they said there. I just know that they're talking about all of this in terms of opportunity, you know, yeah. in the first book that they dictated, which was in 2009, it was called, I am the word. Um, they said that humanity was at a time of reckoning and a reckoning was a facing of oneself and all of one's creations and that everything that's been created in fear is going to have to be recreated or renown in a higher way. And that's part of a transition that humanity is going through. And right now, I think we're getting to experience the the stuff that gets churned up when a wave commences, you know, everything sort of rising to the surface to be seen because the guides I work with say nothing is healed until it is seen. You know, you don't get to pretend things are fine. Things haven't been fine for quite some time, but because for the most part, we prefer to remain asleep and have a status quo that's at least comfortable we prefer not to look at the fact that, you know, our neighbor's house is burning down, you know, or, you know, how we've been living hasn't been accord to the well-being of the planet or you know, all these things, you know. I mean, the, the guides are, are pretty quick to bring this stuff up, but we're doing it ourselves because these things have to be seen so we can move through them. Yeah. So when they've talked about other civilizations. That's sort of what they've said has happened as well. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to the phones when we come back from break, but I got to tell you when I read this and I, I've gone through this book now twice in preparation for today, because I'm really struck by what, you know, you're bringing forward and what people that get a copy of this book, you're going to be able to lean into this. And I want to talk about this for a minute, because this is, this is one of the, this is one of the answers. Cherish the one beside you know yourself as worthy. I just talked about this in the last show. Uh, honor your brothers and your sisters, even when you disagree with their politics or their religions or what they would do to be heard. You are all deciding, one and all, how you will move forward. And this transition may be graceful or may be difficult. It depends highly upon your choices. And then it goes on to talk about fear. <clears throat> and, you know, that leads me for people to understand at this point you know, the kingdom and what the book, if we could call it a book, represents. This is a series of transcriptions from these channel messages you did talk about. Yeah, I mean, that's it. They're, the guides write the books. I sit in the chair, I take the dictation, and there's no editing. I think in any volume, there may be three words that are changed because I, I either mispronounce them um, or, you know, you, because I whisper and then repeat when I channel so we can usually get the, the right word when we just turn the volume up on the whisper. But it's, we're very careful about this. It's been the rule since the very beginning. 
you know, they're not my books to edit. You know, my name appears on the cover. I guess I'm a collaborator because I'm the one that's being spoken through. But I really don't think of them as as my books. It's an odd thing to have, you know, your name on the cover of a series of books that I don't really feel, you know, I'm I'm pleased that they're in the world and I'm pleased that people are being helped by them, but there's not really any sort of artistic satisfaction, you know, that comes. They're literally spoken into being. I totally get it. Um, every time I do a show, <clears throat> people ask me, hey, what did you mean by what you said? Dot, dot, dot. And I always ask the question, when did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> when, when exactly did I talk about that? Yeah. Um, but what we're going to talk about today is really what some of the power of these messages are. You know, what is the kingdom? And most people want to know, I don't know, uh, how do I get there? Is there a fast jetliner that I can get on? Or maybe some supersonic jet that will get me there. But we're going to talk about this and talk about what some of the real problems are. You know, what are we facing? What happens when we lose a sense of the divine? That and much more. And by the way, we are going to go to the phones, Benny, when we come back. You're absolutely right. We'll get right on it with our caller. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back with Paul Selleck. Life can be demanding. But sometimes our wheels are spinning and we're too focused on making them turn to notice we're stuck in the mud. Tune into The Pause with me, Ellen Wyoming Deloy, every second and fourth Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. Learn how to stop, reflect, and start moving forward with intention. And if you're really looking to jumpstart your personal development, schedule a free coaching consultation with me at ellenwyomingdeloy.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on transformationtalkradio.com. Join Jennifer Noel Taylor on the hit show, Quantum Touch Radio, supercharging your life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You'll take a quantum journey as well as reveal powerful yet simple steps to create more abundance, better health, emotional and mental vibrancy and happier relationships using universal quantum touch principles. For more information, visit QuantumTouch.com. Did you know that each Enneagram type has a different worldview, different patterns of thinking, feeling, and behaving? They also have essential qualities that are unique to their type. Understanding this helps us develop more tolerance, respect, and appreciation for ourselves and others. Renee Siegel works with individuals, couples, families, and groups using the Enneagram to build better relationships as a tool in addiction recovery. Visit youarepurepotential.com for more info. 
It's time to shake out your money-making truth on soul wisdom abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at JenniferBloom.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love that Paul Selleck is here. He's the author of I Am the Word. And you know, you have heard me speak with Paul before. We need to talk about today what the guides are saying. What is the message from the guides? Not, you know, what's on this page of the book. I'm just struck by a number of pages in the book that I related to early this morning. But for those of you out there, if you want to find out more about Paul, of course, there's a really easy way to do that. Paul Selig, S-E-L-I-G.com. Check it out. If you want to get a copy of the book, where is the book available, Paul? All booksellers. And everywhere. Online. Yep, everywhere. Yep. And then for those of you out there, what is the message from today? We're going to find that out. We're going to find out what attunements means. And then maybe we'll get to the point of why I'm so stuck on day 11. And the book is written in a really cool way. You know, these are days, and each day there's a different conversation and a different channel. And when you go through this, I bet you'll do like me where you jump around because I, I like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a Sagittarian, I don't know, um, where you jump around and something will hit your, will just hit you like smack in the head. And then you'll get to something from the book. And it's so simple. God is, God is, God is. And yet, why is it so dang hard to do? Um, let's do this. I want to go to the phones first, Paul. Let's see what Trinity would love to know. Trinity, you're live on the Dr. Pat Show with me and Paul Selleck. Hi, Dr. Pat. Can you hear me? Perfectly. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm a first-time listener Paul, um, I've followed you a long time. It's great to see you here, and it's great to see you um, in all the places that you go. Thank you. Now, how can we help you today? Well, um, I had a question. I am I'm off work right now because I had a panic attack, and... Um, it's just really hard for me to figure out what it is that I need because there's a lot going on and there's so many directions that um, one could go. And I'm very grateful to have a job where I can even have time off uh, for my emotional well-being. And so I was wondering if Paul could um, tune in to me or just maybe offer some some guidance as far as like what it is that I need in truth because I, I don't feel like I can discern mm -hmm. the truth from um, fear. Yeah. All right. So Trinity knows how I work. Um, so which is one of the things that I do, which Pat, I don't think I've ever done on your show, but they call me a medium for the living. So I don't talk to dead people, but I can usually tune into people 
you know, when they still have a body or the people in their lives and get information. So I'll give you Trinity, a, you know, quick tune in. I'm on my first cup of coffee. It's really early in the morning here yeah. where I am. So I wasn't expecting to read, but I'm going to see what I can do. So give me one moment. For those of you who haven't heard me, you know, I whisper the words as they come and repeat them. It's a little clunky. So um, when I tune into you, Trinity, you coming through saying, I don't want to be here when I don't know what's going on. And this is all about that the anxiety seems to be about not being able to control your life. So you seem to be getting very rigid around it. And this is the idea of, I don't know what's happening. And also the sense of nobody's telling me the truth. So I, then I just, what I, when I tune into you, I just kind of get frozen to understand. And that feels like what the fear is doing. So let me see if I can hear anything that might help you. What I hear, interestingly enough, is I don't have to know and I can be safe in my not knowing. And I hear nobody's telling me what to do because I don't need to be told. And then the, 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 the new idea is what if I'm safe as I am? And when I say that, I get a jaw drop. Whenever the jaw drops, that's like the big idea, you know, like what if I'm safe as I am? So when I say that and I go to you, I actually start to breathe. Like there's really nothing else happening except it's all unknown. And that's the challenge right now. I think that's the challenge for many of us. Um, I also hear from the guides and I hope this is a comfort. I hear temporary. So this is temporary challenging. I hear challenging, but temporary. Well, I also hear, and you're moving through it well. Say this, was that it? Yes. So that's what I'm getting. So I, I hope that's of some help to you, Trinity. I wish you well. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Pat. You're welcome. Thank you, Trinity. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for that. Yes, <laughs> it is early in the morning where you are. Uh, so thank you for that. And as we said before, we are taking callers in this show. Um, certainly 1-800-930-2819. Um, you know, Paul, I, I said this to you before, there, there are ways that I think each of us absorbs things, you know, mm -hmm. there are some days that I'll pick up a book and I'll sit down and I'll read it from beginning to end. Yep. There are other days that I'll open to a book and see God is God is God is that's yeah. right there, but it doesn't matter what page I go to in this book. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what page I go to the messages in here. I don't even have a word for them. Do you? You don't. I mean, you know, the guides are pretty consistent in their teaching and this, they, they seem to up level with each text to take us to a more expansive place of understanding and a more expansive place of being able to, to hold and work with the energy that they come with. And um, they say in this book um, that the only real problem humanity is facing now, whether or not we want to agree to it, is what they call the denial of the divine. They say you yeah. can't make anything holy. It already is. But we are so entrenched in a world of separation where we are just denying the, the omnipresence or the ever-presence of the divine that's in all things that we don't experience it. So this is really a text in some ways about reclamation and reclaiming a reality that they say coexists with ours, but we've been denying. Um, so I, I understand that as sort of 
if there is a larger message to this book, the guides define the kingdom as the, um, you know, as the, as the realization of the presence of the divine in all things, you know, and, you know, we like to be able to cherry pick what we say is holy and what's not. The guides have said that we live in a shared octave of experience and an octave has low notes and high notes, you know, things that are very entrenched in fear and shame or rage and things that are higher, but this isn't a shared octave of experience. And they're saying, you know, any piece of music can be transposed and sung in a higher octave. And what they're doing with us, if I understand the teaching correctly, is they're supporting us in a transposition of ourselves and our reality to play in a higher experience. You know, they've said so many times that the action of fear is to claim more fear and every choice we make in fear gets us more of the same. They make a real distinction between fear and prudence. Prudence is it's raining, best to have an umbrella. It's nothing to be fearful of the rain. But um, when we get to this higher level of accord or vibrational experience that they teach us about, you know, we're, we're no longer choosing in fear and we have a very different experience of being. So, you know, that's the, the essence of it, I suspect. You know, it's really fascinating because one of the things that I'm really struck by is self-observation. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, you know, I think for me, it is, you know, the difference between me and who I am today and Mm -hmm. me a bunch of years ago when I was crazy, you know, Mm -hmm. like this, you know, wild child, I was called this wild child, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, pretty much when I was young, just slept with my Harley. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would still do that today, Paul. Um, but one of the things I love about this is, you know, back then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to catch myself. Yeah. If you know what I mean? I, I, I just wouldn't be able to catch myself. And the degree to the spiral, right, that I reflect upon there. And today's mini spiral I have about my post office box. Yeah. It, it, the difference between then and now is my connection yeah. to the divine. Yeah. And remembering it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, my experience is comparable, you know, when I was in my, my twenties, I had, you know, Billy Idol platinum blonde hair and a leather jacket. Oh my I, God. Do you see my hair? <laughs> I, had, I had your hair. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I was a hard partying kid and that was part of my path and I have a different path now. And, you know, I, wisdom, I think, is accrued. I think wisdom comes with time. The guides recently said, you know, wisdom and knowing were two different things. And wisdom is accrued and knowing is our true nature, you know, revealing what is already true to us, which is knowing or more clear cognizance. So I'm with you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was mentioning to you early and we have another caller and Charlene, we'll get right to the phone in a minute. Um, and, and I'm thinking about this and I wondered why I was struck by day 11. And for those of you out there, the book that I'm referencing, Paul Selleck, my very special guest, and we're going to give a copy of the book away as well. Uh, the kingdom of channel text. And I was really, I, I realized when I was reading this and the setup for it was so beautiful because I kind of got tricked and this is how the mind tricks us right now. 
you know, I, I didn't read the first sentence clearly. And I jumped down to, right, your fundamental sense of self. This is what I want to leave us with before we go to break. And when we come back, I want to tell you what I didn't catch in the read, which is just brilliant. And it says your fundamental sense of self, I am separate from my God. I'm separate from the man beside me. I'm separate from those over there. In fact, the result of the vibrational claim, I am not loved. I am not one. I'm not worthy. Now the claims of negation of individual worth manifest in dense reality. And the causation for this, while you claim these things, is a mistaken belief that there is a God who could withhold love or deny you grace. Let me say that again. A mistaken belief, a mistaken belief that there is a God who could withhold love or deny you grace. In all ways, you deny grace to your fundamental alignment to the idea of separation. I could have stopped there in the book, turned off the TV, I'm drinking enough coffee for both Paul and me today. And when we come back, we'll go to the phones with Charlene and we'll talk about, now imagine this next part, the music is playing somewhere, but the ears cannot hear it. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Even though your home base is one Enneagram type, you have characteristics of all the types. Tune in to Enneagram Conversations with Renee Siegel the second and fourth Monday of each month at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn how you can unlock your unlimited potential. Visit YouArePurePotential.com for more about Renee and her work. That's the letter U, the letter R, PurePotential.com. Hey there, I'm Ricky Schwartz from My Turn Life Coaching, Reclaim Your Life. How do you know if you're living your life and not someone else's? Here's one way to find out. First, list out your top five core values. For example, mine are empathy, excellence, passion, service, and core values. Then put those core values into short first-person core value statements. In my case, one, empathy powers my relationships. Two, excellence is the goal in all things I do. Three, passion fuels my perseverance. Four, my value is measured by my service to others. And five, core values drive all of my life decisions. Now ask yourself, am I using my core value statements to drive my personal and professional decisions? Maybe not. Maybe you've never even considered doing so. And that's where life coaching begins. Go to MyTurnLifeCoaching.com and let's put your personal core values into your driver's seat. Caring for someone with a life-altering diagnosis? You are a care hero. Navigating the unfamiliar options can be overwhelming, but you are not alone. Tune in to A Cup of Comfort with me, Trish Lau, twice monthly on Transformation Talk Radio. Let me guide you through your care hero journey by providing actionable information on how to care for a loved one in need. For more information about me, visit trishlaub.com. That's trishlaub, L-A-U-B as in boy, dot com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. 
Are you ready to shift your life into overdrive and stop wasting your time? If so, then I want to invite you right now to the Body Regeneration Online Academy with me, Tracy L. In a world filled with so much information, you can get overloaded and confused, left feeling like you've tried everything and still no results. If this is you, then this platform is for you to help you step into your power, your intuition, and gain clarity. You will learn simple tools that you can use as you walk down the street, and I will teach you how to grow a stronger connection to the God consciousness. Imagine having me as your coach, shifting you, uplifting you, empowering you every week, and most of all, helping you stay connected so you can navigate your life's journey with ease and grace. Nothing will be able to get in your way. Plus, you will have a community filled with souls just like you to pick you up when you fall down and support you on your wins. No one can go this journey alone. If you are ready for your live activations, check me out at tracylclark.com and join the TLC Body Regeneration Online Academy now. Wow. Welcome back, everyone. Paul, I got to thank you first and foremost for getting up super, super early to do the show. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, I want to just make sure everyone, Paul, knows one, how do they find out more about you, but also how do they get a copy of the book? Well, my website's the best place to find me. It's paulselig.com. Yeah. Um, and the books are available, you know, on online, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, IndieBound, all the online sellers, and hopefully in your neighborhood store as well. Look, I'll, first of all, I can't tell you enough about how much I love this book. And you and I were tra- uh, chatting during the break. And I was reading from day 11. Um, and of course, if you read on, there are many, 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 many more messages, right? There are many things here. Um, you you know, especially when we drive to the point later on in the book, and and I'll say this, when we drive to the point later on in the book, and you all will read it when you get your copy of the book, where it says, it says just simply this, there is simple being because everyone and everything you see of God is in the resounding, yes, yes, I am. That is their true nature so very powerful in so many ways. And I want to get back to what I said. But before I do, I want to go to the phone, I want to make sure we have the best listening audience on on the planet. So I would love to make sure we get our caller in. Uh, Charlene, are you there? Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Good morning to both of you. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to phone in and congratulate Paul on this book and to thank him for bringing this information to light at this time. And I would like to talk, to thank you, Dr. Pat, for bringing inspirational people onto your show. I cannot speak for very long as I am off to work, but I am sending you guys high vibrations and lots of love. Charlene, thank you so much. And make sure Benny has your information and we'll get you a copy of the book. Um, Thank you for sharing the light that you share. And when you call into the show, any questions for Paul? Uh, You know, that's what we do is we question and the answers are within all of us. and, And Paul knows that. 
and there's so many people out there that need our light and i'm just i feel blessed that both you and paul are on this show today and that i get to listen to the rest of the broadcast on a podcast so i think we're all blessed with each other we're all here it's a gift and if we can just reach for the light within ourselves we'll get there we're all going home the same way Wow, thank you, Charlene. Thank you so much, and have a great, great day. Thank you so much. Thank um, you. Blessings to both of you. Blessings to Benny, too. Okay, oh, thank yeah, you very that much. too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, Paul, what do you make of that? I have said a million times we have the best listeners on the planet. It's lovely. It's encouraging. You know, it's 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 nice when, you know, when the work is acknowledged and, you know, you their ears to hear it you know if i if there weren't a readership for the work that comes through me i don't know that the guides would dictate you know they need you know their their teachers they need students so that's how it goes so that was lovely you know i feel the same way you know and this is fascinating you said that let's talk about this for a minute mm -hmm. because there are many different points that this hit me in the book you know, somebody said to me the other day, and, and we have another caller, we'll go to the phone, but somebody said to me the other day, and they must say the same thing to you. They're like, dude, Pat, what are you doing? Like, when are you going to not do it? Mm -hmm. And you just gave me the answer, right? They must believe there's an audience for this. That's why the messages come through. Yeah. You know, I did this work, you know, I was a college teacher for 25 years. I taught at NYU and I ran a graduate program at another yeah. college for 18 of those yeah. years. And, but I did this little group that met in my apartment when I first opened up to, to begin to channel. And sometimes three people would be there and sometimes 10 and sometimes 20, but I did it for 18 years. People would put 10 bucks in a basket, you know, it wasn't, this is not what I expected to be doing. But I learned to show up anyway, and I showed up anyway because I was so curious. I wanted to understand this myself, which is why I, I held that group. And, you know, it wasn't until the guides began dictating books through me that the audience broadened beyond my living room. And I'm still surprised that that's happened. But I, in retrospect, you know, I was being prepared for those 18 years, you know, to do the work I do now. And you know, and then showing up is, 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 is what, what you get to do, you know? Yeah. And love it and love it too. Even if it's at some ungodly hour in Hawaii, I want to love everybody here today. and just hope all of you understand. We're talking to Paul Selleck, the kingdom of channel text, Benny, I think we have another caller, right? We do. We'll take Jean calling in from the Redmond area. Hi, Jean. Hi, Jean. Welcome you live. Hey, Jean, you got to turn off your radio in the background there. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. Um, hey, everyone. Thanks. Paul, I do have a question for you, which is I'm processing some grief and some anger, and it feels like it's a long and intense time. I've tried lots of things, and I didn't know if there were any uh, words of wisdom from you about that. Um, I'll tune into you and see what I get. So Jean is the first name? Jean, yes. Yeah. Well, but when I go to you, I mean, it's the feeling of I don't know what I want anymore without this person in my life. 
I don't know what I'm supposed to have. So the, the images of you sort of just grasping and coming up empty handed, and it's the feeling of not knowing what's there for you. But I hear this will pass. This is actually, this is actually useful. When I go to you, I mean, what you're doing is you're actually disengaging from a way of being in the world. It's actually, I mean, the, it's a really interesting image. It's as if your, your feet are being unmoored from cement and you're moving through some sort of heavy, dense stuff, but this is how you break the surface. And that's the direction you're going in. So what I hear is it's not comfortable and highly useful. So my understanding is, is that all of our experience, whatever it may be, is an opportunity to learn. But, you know, there's very often growth without discomfort. And um, you're growing. This is useful for you now. It's not fun. Just not fun. That's what I get. Hmm. What do you think beautiful. of that, Jean? How do you feel about that, Jean? Well... I believe it's it's resonates really well. It feels really true. I think I'm doing a tremendous amount of growth, and and yet the unknown, this unknown um, piece that he's visualizing is um, something I'm going to meditate on because um, it feels like I will get there wherever there is, and that um, you know this processing is really important. Awesome, you know, Gene, take it all in. It's really good stuff. And do you mind holding on and let Benny get your information so we can send you a copy of the book? Oh, I'd love that. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Um, you know, Paul, um, I, I want to talk about, I mean, I told you we have the best callers on the planet. There's no question about it for me. I mean, you know, every day I get up and I do this and I'm just in awe. It's just how my day goes. It's just like, and I didn't grow up like this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I grew up with literally trying to figure out how to walk home from school after it was dark and not get beat up. Yeah. Um, although good news is my uncles did teach me how to box. So there you have that. Um, but this here, I want to talk about in a few minutes we have left if we could, you know, the manifestation of the kingdom and realization. And, you know, as I was reading this book, boy, the message is really clear to somebody like me. Just cannot forget your divine connection, Pat. You just really, whatever you need to do, if you need to talk to Paul every day, it, it, this is the message for now, not the message of hate. This is the message for now. I wish I could say it's easy, but I have a lot of tools and I have people like you. Can you talk from your perspective, the global message, the new revelation mm -hmm. in the book? Oh, I don't recall what they said in the book. Um, I, I understand what I believe to be happening. Yes, now. yes. So the guides have said that we've been operating in this octave that's been so informed by fear um, that that's what we know. It's kind of like we're born and we get into the pool that people already peed in. So we're there, you know, in this, in this murky energy. 
And they're talking about moving to a place of, of, of experience where we're no longer operating from a mandate of fear. And we're moving beyond, if the guides are, are accurate here, and I'm having to trust that they are at this point, a belief in separation. Um, you know, the, the act of fear is to claim more fear. And separation, the belief that I'm separate from the one beside me, they say, you know, we've done such a good job at that, that we believe ourselves to be separate from our source. And they give tools with which to manage that. I mean, they say it sort of in simple ways. You can't be the light and hold another in darkness. What you damn damns you back. Who you damn damns you back, which is basically a teaching of vibrational accord and what you bless blesses you in return. They say that humanity has decided to move forward. We're about to take a big step. And part of that big step that we're beginning to experience now is a deconstruction of the old, which involves seeing how we've claimed separation, you know, and how we've invested in fear and the denial of the divine and everything we see. Because until we sort of wake up to how we've been participatory to reality that's not working, we're going to basically continue it. They say that the personality structure, which they call at times the small self, which is just the, the way of knowing the self and the world through the ego, I suppose, knows itself through history. You know, it doesn't have new ideas. It knows itself through historical data. This is where I was born. This is my age. This was my community. And they talk about, you know, aligning to what they call the true self. And the true self actually is operating in a very different way. The true self knows itself as of the whole, you know. And the shift that we're making, if I understand this, is to a much more universal consciousness of who we are, you know, together. It's not just this idea that I'm separate. I have to do what I need to do to take care of my needs it's a much, much different way of being in the world. Because they say, you know, when they say you can't be the light and hold another in darkness, you actually become inclusive of everybody. And they say, you know, you can't, uh, you know, the quickest way to deny the divine in yourself is to deny the divine in somebody else. Yeah. Well, it's just how you, you shut the light off for yourself, which is, you know, arrogance and separation and all of those things that we get taught to do. Yeah. And, you know, Paul, and let's just talk about separation for a minute and specifically, you know, really what my takeaway was as I, I, I went towards the end of the book. Uh, and again, I love this book. It doesn't matter when I pick it up, it sits close by me and I pick it up and there's something, there's a message I get. And, you know, as I, as I pick this book up and reflect upon what you just said, the message to me is very clear. You know, the message to me as I read this, you know, behold, I make all things new. And the manifestation of this is rearticulation. It doesn't matter. You know, now we teach you as you hold the vibration to claim, behold, I will make all things new. And that is when we have that sense of oneness, that connection that whatever the magnificence and manifestation power and uniqueness of that which we cannot see, that which exists there also resides in us. Absolutely. 
to the gods have said it's through aligning to this that you were where they 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 talk about the upper room which is they say the the next octave the next level of vibration Mm -hmm. we can align to and they say from that place you're actually able to transform reality because you're holding the vision of the inherent divine and they say how you perceive anything informs the very structure of it they say you actually become the doorway between those two levels of vibration reality because they say god sees god in all of its creations so when you stop denying the divine you're claiming what is already true and then that becomes the experience of being yeah, it's almost like, as was explained to me by one of my New York professors, by the way, I wonder if that was you, uh, explained to me that when somebody asks you a question and you don't answer, mm-hmm. what's implied in the answer is the answer, or what's implied in the lack of answer is the answer, and it fills in, it can fill the entire space of a room, mm-hmm. it can I fill agree. that, and And that's the sense I get with this. You know, I was talking to someone, Paul, the other day. I think I'm a bit older than you, but we won't go there for a minute. My spirit's very young and I'm really not done yet. But I was talking to somebody who asked me what it was like to be at Stonewall. Mm. What was that like? And I hadn't talked about much of my life. I don't share much about me personally. Mm. And I have done that recently. And I just cried. And they said to me, were you injured? Were you? And I said, no. I said, I'm crying tears of gratitude. Um, And they said, well, why? And I jokingly said, well, it was kind of fun to watch Bob Dylan get put in handcuffs. Um, But then I, I moved on and I said, no, because I watch people stand up for themselves and the love of others. You see, people think that as a riot. They think of Stonewall as a riot, but it really wasn't. You know, and when you stand side by side with another human being, and by the way, these were the women at Stonewall that refused to go in the paddy wagon, Mm -hmm. right? They refused that for love of another. And I think sometimes we get confused with taking action in the world as it not being oneness. I think that's going to be our greatest challenge as we move forward. I agree. I didn't know you were at Stonewall. That's amazing, you know, to me. I I came to New York City after being in high school in, in Massachusetts when I was 17 in 1979. So I inherited, I inherited the work that you all had done before, you know, and I'm grateful for that. And my, in many ways, my own awakening to spirit came when I was about 25. And, um, you know, it was really the height of the AIDS epidemic in New York City. Oh, my God, yeah. Enormously challenging. And I lost many, many friends. Um, And it was the time I was actually, I'd quit drinking and I was waking up to spirit for the first time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in retrospect, I mean, everything was set up, you know, for a great change of perspective than the one that I had grown up with. 
Um, but the Stonewall story is kind of great, you know, and the guides talk about activism in their books yep. and coming from a place of knowing and an awareness of the well-being of the whole, yep. you know, that's really very part of it. It's not one of the, one of the apt criticisms of, of the new age used to be about how self-centered and selfish it was. And I used to agree with it. You know, it's kind of true. It's not all about me and I create everything because mm -hmm. we're in a collective as well. And the collective is contributing to these structures that we are living with. But even these things I'm understanding are changed now through the times that we're in. Yep. I think it's a time of great hope as a result of that. Paul, what a great way to end the show. I too am hopeful, but I've learned some lessons through Stonewall, through the AIDS epidemic, through standing on Maricach's doorstep and literally with a box of tomatoes getting ready to throw at him as he was coming out. Now, I can't say that <clears throat> that, that was an act of love, but again, I was real, I was young. Uh, uh, Paul, I got to thank you for everything. Thank you for taking this time. Thank you for joining me. Last question. What's your personal message? What would you love to leave us with today? Don't be so afraid. <sighs> yeah. Paul Selleck, everybody, please go check it out. The book, as I've said before, for me, this is the kind of book that just keeps giving. It is so majorly transformative. Every word of it, every understanding of it, and every message and I'd like to leave everybody with this, if I could, Paul. It's from the book. I am gifted with the opportunity now to be renowned in union, in body and in field. And in memory of separation or belief in separation may be lifted, may be reclaimed by the light in perfect ease, in perfect ways, in agreement to my true nature, my true inheritance, and my right to express as it. I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. I know how I serve in truth. I have come. I have come. I have come. It's all right here, everybody. And that's just one verse of many. Paul, as I love to say to you, you rock. Thank you. Too. All right, everybody, let's take a, a short break. We'll be back on TTR. Mm -hmm.